Okay, last night uh, we were discussing the Machlekes, the Chassam Sefer, and the Igus Moshe. Uh, that'll be a very far-reaching hashkafa and application of halacha. How much is a person will to give somebody else up of their time, of their ruchnias, their learning? So Sefer spoke about Abba Avinu, which was before Mount Terra, but he holds it's a prototype for Klaisol afterwards. Also, Ramesha says that he thinks it's a big Kiddush to say that Chayecha Kedman is limited to Gashmias and not to Ruchnias, which is what the Chassam Sefer was saying. And Ramesha feels the shear is like Tzaka, maybe 10%, maybe 20%. And that's the Gabi Tamatera. And his answer to the Maeser I prayed the teaching 400 times is that he assumed that was in the time that he had allotted toward, toward teaching. Uh, I just want to do the last piece. Uh, it's about uh, 10, 15 lines in the bottom. First line is Chaimish. See, the Chaimish is Sarachin Linyan Ashir. He's not sure whether it's Maeser Chaimish, maybe more, maybe it's circumstantial. But his Chidish is that if the person finished um, 25 Mesechtas and the person wants to learn them one, he's not Mokhiv if he didn't finish yet his other thing. We pointed out last night that uh, quite often, if a person is teaching he'll actually get further in his own learning. And it's not a sacrifice, and it won't be a machlekes Ramesha and some in that scenario. Ramesha does hold, remember the Lushan the Diyak the Sam Sefer had is a Zekla Godel Batera, Vikiva said, Batera, Dafka, Haftarecha Kamecha, you gotta make him equal, you gotta care about him just as much, a sacrifice. And Gashmi, it's Rabbi Kiva says, Chayach HaKadman. Ramesha says, no, applies to Ruchnius, and it's Koshikan, it applies to Ruchnius and Teira. And now he goes on to Mitzvah. Linya Mitzvah, Imhuva Chavera Tzichon Lakaya Mitzvah, V'yesha Elo Lechad, you're in a desert. Instead of a canteen, you have one matzah. Who gets the matzah? Shaila's not chreinim if you... Zedin Chatzishir is awesome in a Teira, we pass like a Be'echelin. It's a Chatzim Mitzvah, a Kiyam in a Teira. Is it better to split the matzah in half? You eat a half a gazayas, he should eat a half a gazayas. Both get something, or you do the whole thing. But let's, let's skirt that. Chakira, let's say there's only one way to do this mitzvah now, and I have it. Should I give it away? Am I allowed to give it away? So, Ramesha seems to be saying, that's a serious havamina, if not maskana. Ramesha says it's not true, and if you own it, you don't have to give it away, and you should not give it away. He said, if you give it away, you are now mevatel the ase of matzah, whatever it is, sokalulav. doesn't understand. Again, Sefer says it as an introduction to Ashkafa. He says, because is a hagdama tachuvas, but it's sort of like a, it looks like Ashkafa piece, but he's very emphatic about it. It's not a short piece. So Ramesha assumes he meant to and he doesn't really understand it. And he adds, I really don't understand even how you could say the concept. Some service fitting this into a haftalarecha You should love somebody as much as you love yourself. He says, if you own the matzah and you don't give it to him, it doesn't show you love him less. Because if you give it to him, then he's going to have to give it back to you. So. Ramesha says, besides the fact he doesn't agree with the whole concept, as some said was applying it, he doesn't understand why that would be a kiyam. It's a very interesting lambda shakasha. He says, why would that show after kamaycha? Maybe the fact that you want to give it to him, you feel bad for him, that's a kiyam after kamaycha. But he says, if there's only one, 
And Kivan Shu do the Lekka Lecha, this scenario, Rabbi Kiva Lo Savar, Batur, Batur, you have to split the canteen and hope for an oasis. The Amusu Shneim, the shot I mentioned just now or last night was based on a Siv. Gemara says, Ben Batur says, Amusu Shneim. It sounds like even if they're both Vada, they're going to die. And that doesn't really make so much sense than Siv says. What he means is, is that chances are they're going to die because the nearest 7 Eleven is three days travel. But maybe there's a closer one, maybe there's a gas station, maybe there's an oasis, maybe some nomadic tribe will drive, drive by, maybe they'll find Bearish or Miriam. Highly unlikely, but it's possible, except for the Bearish or Miriam part. Uh, and Lamaisa, right now he's going to die, so take the risk. And Rabbi Kiva says, no, it has to be a calculated risk. So he said, why shouldn't this apply to mitzvahs? It doesn't help if you give it to him and then you don't have it and then he's got to give it back to you. Why is that a display of Avo? And um, I'm adding this, but I think that's what I'm just getting at. And if we don't hold like Ben Petir, even if you both love each other, it's a great borrowing of a lotion. Where is it? The uh, famous Gemara Sanhedrin? Lines out the Kimmel of Eres you have to die for. So, Zadus learned out from Chom Avshacha, and Namarasa and Ritzicha are both in the same Pasuk, by the Namarasa. And we know Namarasa from Ritzicha, and how do you know Ritzicha? So, the Gemara says, Asfar, how do you know that your blood is redder than his? So, uh, Bill comes up with a gun. Bill McCarthy. And uh, he comes over and he says, uh, either you kill Brother Reuven or you kill Shimon or I'm going to kill you. So, normally, any Avera has a head to be called Nefashis. So the first glance would be that I can kill him to save my life. And Nehemiah says, that's a good svar. It's not a Vodazar, it's not possible. You have to die. But the Gemara says, the svar can be shlugged up because you're Saving yourself because Hashem wants Yidin to stay alive, for Ben. So how do you know? It's true, Hashem wants Yidin to stay alive, but how do you know he wants this Yid, Ruvain, maybe he wants Shimon? How do you know your blood is redder than his? That's the Gemara's far, and therefore we learn now, Sheva Tasa, you can't pull the trigger to do a Misa to save your life, because how do you know which life is more valuable? So the Gemara says, Lashon, how do you know my chaz, the sumat, the dach, sumat, how do you know your blood is redder? Tetzis quotes it the other way around. That's where Moshe is quoting it, and I'll show you the context in a minute. The my chazad dama the chavre sumiktve. How do you know your friend's blood is better than yours? Doma dama didi sumiktve. How do you know his blood is better? Maybe I'm more valuable. And since I own the matzah, I should keep the matzah. So Moshe says, even if you learn kamaycha, it doesn't fit. I love him as much as I love myself, but I own the matzah now. What well, doesn't make more sense to give it to him? That he's gonna have to make decide to give it to me. Why should I give it to him? I don't know my blood is red. I don't know his blood is red. So I can't do a mitzvah to kill him, but I don't have to do a mitzvah to give away my matzah. That's what Amisha says. He doesn't understand why that would be a suggestion. And this comes up. Um, I'll give a few examples in a moment. And he borrows this lush from Taisis. Kolosh no Taisis lingyan shabalom maisa ein chayev limsa atzmoi. Taisis has a horrific example. Not Taisis' fault. That's the only example that fits in. If, um, again, Bill points the gun and says, either you do a Misa and kill Shimon or I'll kill you. Shave al says, you don't know whose blood is red or who Hashem wants. They're alive in this case. But if they pick up Uvain to throw him on a, 
on a baby, something like that. He's not doing a mice at all. They tie him up, they pick him up. Can he resist not to be thrown on? Can he do something to get out of their hands? Can he do, uh, he's not, does he have to get killed? The other way around. Can he do, does he have to get killed? Does he have to tell them, shoot me rather than throw me in the baby? And Taisa says, no. He's not doing a mice there. He's not doing a mice. So the whole, the whole uh, 50-50 Chakira is uh, answered up when you have to do a mice. We say, Sheva Altasa. Here, you are Sheva Altasa. They tied you up, they're about to lift you up and put you on. So that's the lushan over here, just like you know, say your blood is not red or necessarily in his, his blood is not necessarily redder than yours. And that's what Tess is saying by the mitzvahs. Um, it's going to be Shavuos uh, soon, so the interesting uh, example of this, it's from Bayez. Some of us point out that Bayez went out of his way. This is not conniving, of course, it's Bayez, the god Ladar. But when he showed up, he told us tonight before, I can't redeem you, there's somebody in front of me. Plenty of money. So I have to give him the right of first refusal. And if he doesn't want to, then I'd be happy to do this great mitzvah. And he knew that there's a great mitzvah at stake. I'm sure he had premonitions. This is the beginning of Malach Bez David. Everything was going on. They're all giving brachas like Rachel Leah. People, the end of Megillus were they, they knew They knew what was at stake. So he convenes the basin, and plenty of money walks by. And he says, oh, just the man looking for her. Step up. You know, she's back from Maya, they got the fields, and um, you got to redeem the fields. This is a fair chumish. Somebody's poor, a relative, and sells the field, you got to redeem the field. Charity begins at home. So, plenty of money, apparently had some money. He said, Fine, Gavaldic, you're more than happy to. And then he says, Well, it's a package deal, and if you redeem the field, you got to marry Rus Hamoavia. So, plenty of money says, ah, I don't know about that. It's kind of complicated. Moav, Lomavia, Drosha, Naya Drosha. The is about the Drosha. There will be a Machlekes. And there was a Dabar Melch suffered Geferlach from this. Later on, all his enemies used to try to taunt him. Daigama switched the Din of the Beis Medrash until somebody pointed a sword at him. And Plani Amani backed out. Plani Amani is not known for that wonderful decision in a positive light. That's why we call him Plani Amani. We never call somebody Plani Amani. Because not nice, you call somebody by their name. Call by money because he passed up a mitzvah. Okay, he was scared. He should have understood based on passing of the day, you don't have to worry. It's not your problem that somebody might argue later. But he didn't want to. I mean, Mashus Manachal, I'm not interested. So some of the point out that Boya said it in a way to make it quite clear Rus, not Stam Rus, Rus Moavia, that, you know, there's a Shaila here. Sort of hoping, maybe it's too strong a word, but sort of anticipating that plenty of money might back out, and he wanted to do the mitzvah. Now you can't, uh, somebody's about to do a mitzvah, you can't put your foot out and trip him. So it goes flying, and I have to call Rachmal Aslan, Leilenu Atzola, and then you got rid of that guy. Okay, now the mitzvah's mine. We don't, you have to be a mensch also. But if you can present it in a way which is honest, he was saying the honest truth, she comes along with the package. But he could have, perhaps, some of us say this, some of us are still a Chiddush, Maybe try to convince plenty of money to do it. Don't worry, we passed in the din, and it was a chiddish from today. Nothing to worry about. It's a great mitzvah. He didn't do that. It's not machiv to do that. Moshe says only one mitzvah here, two people. And he has every right to exercise his rights, and he didn't steamroll because when Rose asked him to do it, he said, I can't do it. Somebody in front of me. He knew he, knew he was second, but there's nothing wrong. And it's funny because when it comes to um, 
you have situations, people are jumping on a deal, a real estate deal, whatever it is. Nobody is, uh, most often, nobody is saying, oh, you wanted it? Bekavot. It's all yours. No, nobody, nobody says that. And Ramesh is simply saying that if it's Chayach HaKadman in business, they should have the same desire and cheshek as reasons for mitzvahs. Not that if somebody wants to do it, you say, now, that doesn't mean, somebody asked me recently, I thought it was pretty uh, humorous, he said, I noticed that uh, in the past uh, 30, 40 years or so in America, nobody fights over shlishi and shvi, shlishi and shishi anymore. I'm not around that long, so I, I can't. Uh, I said, you know, it's an interesting point because I've seen all sorts of truvas discussing vicious fights over, that sounds silly, like why would somebody fight over shlishi or shishi, depending whether you're litzvish or haimish. Um, why would you? Why would you want to fight with something like that? So the answer is, but it's covered, and that was. Uh, so uh, why is it? Uh, we don't have anybody uh, older in the room. I can't ask what they remember from fights. Uh, Washington Heights, they wouldn't fight over anything because uh, the, everything was beseder and orderly. So it was age order. They went every week, and they went down 68, 67, 66, 65. Really. I should have known. <laughs> that's uh, that's Gavaldic. <laughs> I was joking. Okay, that's great. Tzvi, uh, something to think about. I grew up in a Hasidic Yeah. The Yasser Road, Right. From I mean, before I was born. Uh, uh, my father remembers he, he was um, one of the Gavoyim in the shul, and there was someone they gave Shlishi to, and there was an old man from Europe, and they gave him a Rabi. Okay, good. So you know it. You've heard this sort of thing. Okay. From that point on, from the mid '50s till Rebbe Ashkenazi lived around 1990, he took Ravi because the Rebbe takes every week and only instead of Shishi, he took every week Ravi to calm that guy down. That you should be any Okay. So there. So you remember such a thing. He was one of the few Rebbe's who took Ravi. Okay. 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 That's fine. It's a nice story. So, um, so that's what I'm referring to. So he asked me, somebody happened to ask me, why is it we don't see it anymore? Interesting question. Is it either people became a lot greater? I don't think that's necessarily the case. You have reason there's. I think that uh, we have so much opportunity here in America for other things I've covered that um, it, almost it's a chesaron. Like, well, I'm not, I, I, I don't know. It's an aliyah. Like, I'd rather fight over a real estate deal. I, I think, I don't, I don't want to say, but I think that's what happened. I don't think, and it's halodavahu. Europeans, you're saying, sounds, sounds funny. Who would be crazy enough to fight over Shishim? The answer is the Maila. I'm not saying you fight over it. Don't fight over any of these things. But the Maila is, you see what was Choshev to them. This considered the whole life centered around the Shul, centered around what, what aspect you're getting in the Avodah Sakhaydish in the Shul. And, that, and I think that, and, and I, somebody just last week asked me this, and I never thought about it, and I think that's the answer. I don't think it's because to say we're greater than our grandparents, I think, is ridiculous. Um, I think that's the answer. Just a historical footnote to think about. But fighting over is one thing that you shouldn't do, and that somebody's going to start being machlegazi back down. I always beg people, they have yard site, and they want to die for the omud and everything. You fight over the omud, you're taking the entire schar of what you're trying to do, and now the father Nebuch is in, uh, in the Elamamis is in going to be a negative territory. Uh, so people have asked me, I've always said this, they say, wow, I just uh, rolled over and played dead, and uh, it's my father, I said, you should um, assert your rights in a nice way, tell them to go ask the Rav, who is Kadima, they're dinner for these things, don't just, you have to, per this Ramesha, per Bayas, you don't have to give it up, you should look for it, you should go after it with Jesus, but there's nothing to that and, and starting a fight. Why can't some generations be, be the, why are they 
uh, we believe in this Katnamadiris, and I don't believe we have more Yerushalayim than our uh, grandparents and great grandparents. I think, if anything, they were less spoiled in many ways. Gemara clearly says that Musaf is the lowest of the Aliyahs because the Bab Musaf, I mean, not, uh, the Mafter, right. because the Mafter gets to David Musaf as right. a sort of compensation. Mm-hmm. So he says, so how come Mafter became so cautious now? Because we're all unknown now. Because we're all? Because we're all, we're all uh, unknown. So, uh-huh, so we try. <laughs> yeah, I think that part was tongue-in-cheek. But it's just an interesting, uh, so I think it's somebody, it's sweet, thank you, Les. I think somebody would have a story of some sort, but... Uh, Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was a no, sad footnote. Yeah, but the answer is it's the same thing. They have nothing else. Right, right, right. I think I think uh, I think people. It doesn't mean they're up to better things to fight about. But I, I think there's uh, some mila not to fight, but there's some mila to have a focus on ruchnius, and this is what's important to you. It shouldn't be that important that you fight over it, obviously. But uh, but that's where that's where it comes from. Okay, let's uh, start the next. Still, give you have an introduction to the next part of the sim, and we'll give this out. We'll start it. We'll continue in Mitzvah Shem next week. Uh, the introduction will take us a few days uh, because this is actually a pretty sensitive, sticky subject. Uh, the next part of the seminar I'd like to focus on is who's right to take stock of in terms of Yerushalayim from, not yet from Momola Haches, Momola Te'elven, Tinek Shanishba. This is going to be, uh, I almost didn't want to put this on the video uh, tape, but anybody listening, just um, whoever's selecting to put it on the radio, maybe... Uh, this part shouldn't necessarily uh, go. But um, let's take a look at this famous Gemara Navarazaran, Chavavam and Aleph. Let's start the bottom line. Tani Rabbi Abba Kamei de Rabbi Yechanan. Ha'eve Avde Kachavim, Avde Avarazar. Raya Behema Daka. We have to explain how this got in the list. The Raya Behema Daka is a shepherd, and he's taking his sheep. And he's in the list of people, Lamalin, Veloy, next page, Maridin. It's in the back. Which means if they um, sort of fell in a bar or in a manhole, uh, you don't uh, do anything uh, to save them, but you don't put them in either. You don't actively, they're not Chaimisa without a basin. A basin would pass them rather Chaimisa, but, but uh, without a Psak Vabasin, is Manazem. But in terms of the Chi of Hatzalah, we're putting together in this Brisa an Ovid of Arazar and a Roim Behem Adaka. So before we continue, what is with the Roim Behem Adaka? Take a look at Tesis on the first page. Roim Behem Adaka, what are they doing wrong? So they're stealing. Every morning they get up, they go to work at 8 o'clock, take all the sheep, and they graze sheep uh, eat a lot. They graze, and grazing is, is a nice word, but what it really means is you're chewing on somebody else's grass, and when you're finished, there's no grass, which is stealing. Or it could be grazing on other things also. Um, it's a chiddush to me, uh, well, what was grass worth? Uh, grass, by the way, as lawn care, uh, was not uh, really in vogue till relatively recent in history. They didn't have, um, didn't have lawns. They had fields which grew grass naturally. Maybe they planted a little bit here and there, but it was food and it was worth money. And if you ate somebody else's backyard and took your sheep there, when he comes from his cow, he's not going to have what to eat and he's going to have to buy some. 
Shlomaitz is Geneva. You wouldn't put a, uh, a monetary value today on grass. You would, because you have to seed the stuff. I'm sure you've had the uh, pleasure, right? That costs money. You've got to reseed it. But they didn't do this for looks. They did this because this was basic food for the animals that supported them for their wool and their milk and the other things. So this is a pretty important commodity. And these Rabbeimadakas were infamous for taking their flocks and grazing in other people's fields. So Tesis first tells you, Pirish Bishalahem. It's their animals. They're shepherding their own animals. Now you have plenty of shepherds that were hired. That's not what we're talking about over here. Why? Interesting assumption, at least in the, when they were in a high madrega. He said, if it was somebody else's sheep, they're not going to do an Arbeir and steal for somebody else's sheep. He's a paid employee. Why should he steal? It means he's not going to do an Arbeir. It doesn't benefit him. These were talking about Rabbi Hamadaka, who were royal their own animals. I guess in the industry, you have people who had their own, people who were freelancing with somebody else's. So the other guy who was somebody else's, he's going to say, Tell me where I should go. I'm not stealing for you. Either give me food or I don't want the job. That's interesting. I'm sure they're going to have Malola. Well, that couldn't kill us in either scenario. But that's the taste of the same. So the question is okay, Zaganov. No. Zaganov so falls in the manhole, so you don't save him. It's like Misa. There's no. Well, the Samuel Damriacha. So Tesis asked that in Tamar, my high, the Achmarabon and Berayim, Shaina, the Sulim, Elamidabonon. A Rabbi Behemadaka is postulated as Midabonon. We didn't see him steal, but the assumption is that he steals all the time, or quite often. But that's only Psulderabonon. Gamem, Chaim, Ladezisha, and they're even still kosher for some Ladezisha, the Sugya. It talks about uh, Faraguna and things like that. Well, Momeko, Disa, Saiprekan, Roshana. A real Gazlan, a guy we saw armed robber. A real Gazlan, we're not so machmer a real Gazlan. So how can it come out? Well, more machmer is sort of like almost a death sentence. We're not killing him, but uh, not saving him either. On a Rebbe a regular Gazlan has no such din, and he's, uh, he's more postulated than the Rebbe is. Which is a strong question. Why does the Gemara have this din? The Chain, Mumer Ochlan Veilus Lateavon, which I'm going to talk about soon. A Mumer is a guy who's constantly doing certain Averis. Everybody does certain Averis some of the time. He's doing a lot of them. A Mumer Ochlan Veilus, he's eating Trefus and Veilus and cheeseburgers, Lateavon. He has a Taiva for it. He's not doing it Lahachis, meaning he's not a person who, if he had kosher in front of him, would pick the Tref, but he's doing it because it's cheaper, Taiva for money, or he likes the taste. The will say soon they have a special lima, a special reboy. So guys, a mummer, he's eating cheeseburgers all day. He falls in the manhole. You got to save him. And this guy's stealing all day, and you don't. What's the difference? It's a strong question. I'm Marie. He says, Basin has a right to make special harasha. Basin makavanshin shalom al when they feel it's necessary. The wrong Bayamadaka, the problem is they don't think they're doing anything wrong. It's all in a day's work. It was such a such a machala, such a makas madina, that the shepherds were known to be dishonest that they yeah, I'm a shepherd. What do you want from me? This is where I graze. I mean, it's my field, somebody else's field. So Dafka to prove that point, they told people you don't have to bother, he's such a low life because if we don't shock him into changing, he's never gonna change. An armed robber knows he's an armed robber. There's more hope. A guy who's eating cheeseburger knows that cheeseburger is a trafe. This guy is Mariheta already. So therefore, this din of uh, low malin applies. 
So again, we have the Odeh Velazar, the Romei of Daka, La Malin. Let's finish the sentence. What? The Dindra Bonon, yeah, but Dindra Bonon is the Be'ek of the Dreis of La Sama Damarecha B'Shev Al-Tas. They say, don't save him, which is a Kiddush. I don't. I wouldn't extrapolate because Roma Beadaka was a kind of where people. These guys are all kind of. I'm like, they used to make fun of the used car salesmen. I don't know what they had against them, but they, they uh, today they, they no longer exist because they're all pre-owned car salesmen. The used salesmen, car salesmen, are gone with the wind. I don't know what happened to them. Certified, pre-certified, pre-owned, whatever it is now, the Gavaldi. But there are certain industries that were known to be very crooked, and therefore Chazal took a specially hard line. Aval, maybe we'll save that for next week because we're out of time and I gotta come down to my room.